Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect that of the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. She's gone. Okay, no. <laughs> it's because the button is red and I pushed leave session instead of the record button that's down at the bottom. You don't have to explain it to me. It's all right. I, I swear I have a college degree. <laughs> Go Boilermakers! Yeah, we actually, I think we won this weekend. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly. <laughs> Hello, you're, you are listening now to. That... <laughs> you're listening to Department of the Dead, uh, your favorite Maybe not your favorite. I don't know. But you're, the podcast where you listen to us talk about creepy shit and then just whatever else comes to mind. I'm Amanda. It's your favorite. It's your favorite. It is. Rate and review, please. Please. And it's Thought. Thoughtimus. Thoughty. I've heard them all. Thought, I like Thoughtimus. Thought, Thoughtimus Prime. Thoughtimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> so my close, my close friends, at least my close Instagram friends, if that means anything... They call me Thoughty. I like the I like Thoughty, but Thoughtimus Prime. That that's a powerful. <laughs> you can make that your Halloween costume. It's too many syllables. Yeah, what would I like? Just <laughs> dress like Optimus Prime with like a slutty my ass Optimus out. Prime. <laughs> Gray sweatpants. And Instead of only fans, can... only vans. That's lame. Never mind. Nichelle, shut up now. Delete that. Erase it. Delete that. <laughs> Mark it. No, I'm I'm keeping that in. I. Yeah, I could be I could be a van, and then I transform into a slutty robot. I'll play around with it. I have like one more week. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Halloween, I have a pumpkin. I thought it was a pumpkin beer, and then I looked again, and it's actually a cider. So I fucked up. But I like ciders. So I do too. Is it strong? At least that looks fun. I it is five percent. So just right at that sweet spot. And this is my bottle opener. God, you got all the knickknacks, man. I need to. I need to get on your level. That whole that whole room's like a fucking. It's a paradise. It's an oddities room. It's like I think my. Okay, this is gonna be a little. If this is a twist top, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Probably is. Don't even try it. Just pop it off. I popped it off. It was a popper. Okay. Cheers. Oh, hold on. That one's empty. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Wine does nothing to me. It just puts me to sleep. And I love it. Well, I I am kind of glad that I didn't pick up beer. I like beer, but I just haven't been drinking it very often lately. Yeah, I love it. It's just... Oh, as I say, this is my last Monday in the army. So this is... I don't drink during the week, but this is like the time that I'm going to drink during the week. I'm excited for you. No more motor pool Mondays. Dude, right? Oh. You don't like it? I don't, but I'm committed. I only got one bottle. Maybe it's one of those things where uh, you have to keep drinking it. It... When I breathe out, it tastes like pumpkin pie, but not like not a good one. I yeah, it's it's like a very it's like a very canned pumpkin pie taste. You know what I'm talking about? Like it just tastes very metallic-y. Fuck it, I'm committed. Kill it, girl. Mm. I'm on my second bottle of Mexican wine. Is it sangria or is it just rojo rojo dulce? Nailed it. Erase this, <laughs> and I can't fuck. <laughs> Well, I'm getting made fun of. 
This one. This one. TikTok Boots is going to come after you. <laughs> Probably call you a gringo. Good. <laughs> He's going to drive here in his... Okay, yep. His fucking Tesla. What are we talking about today? Besides getting out of the army and freedom and wine, Mexican wine. Rojas. Mexican wine. <laughs> I think I did good. Did I say Rojas? Rojoy. Rojo. <laughs> Don't... Oh, fuck it. It's red. Basically, red sweet wine. That's what it is. Well, it says sweet red table wine. So, I mean, sheesh. I crushed it. I know I did. You did. I don't need anyone's validation. Mine just says the gourd tree. Pumpkins don't grow on trees. They don't. Mm. I don't don't (laughs) think so. No, it's like when I learned that pineapples are actually, they grow in the ground and they they don't grow on trees i felt really dumb after that i was at least in my mid-20s when i found that out it's like finding out about santa claus (laughs) um the fruit version (laughs) shitty cider anyway we are talking about guam today have you ever been to guam no (laughs) have you um so here at jvlm they do a lot of like the uh, Paycom, like, exercises and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is it? One, one of the, it's uh, Pacific Guardian. I think that was the one last year. And it's usually, like, a mixed effort between, like, the Aussies, the, sometimes New Zealand shows up, uh, I think, like, the Philippines. Um, I know that right, uh, right now, my boyfriend, I can't remember which army they're training with, but I mean, they're they're out doing training right now. So I've been by myself at this house. I've been driving myself crazy. Like, I have a lot to deal with on my own. That's why you have all the animals to keep you company. Oh, they're tired of me taking pictures of them. <laughs> Mom, you become stop. the crazy cat lady pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I know Pacific Guardian, that's where they had like their main little hub was uh, in Guam. And... Yeah, I've never been. A bunch of people in my unit have just for like rotational exercises and stuff. Uh, I did know one, maybe two, but I know one for sure. Uh, she was in my bullet class and she was from Guam. And I, I mean, I just didn't know a whole lot about it. I knew it was like a U.S. territory, but that was just about it. But she made us a, we had like a potluck dinner when I was a, when I was still in the schoolhouse. But she, she brought mm-hmm. in like these mussels, like the clam mussels. And she grilled them, and then she put spicy mayo on top of them, and they were so so tasty. You love spicy. I mean, I love spicy mayo. I was not expecting that though. I went to a school with a guy from Guam, also, where we were living in barracks for like a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, he was cooking all the time. It was fuck. It was fuck. The food was fucking incredible. I loved it. Big fan. I'll be covering the like the background a little bit about like you know for those who don't know uh, where Guam is. Um, and just kind of like the, I won't go too into detail about the culture, but I did find it pretty fascinating. Um, some of the stuff that like the indigenous people practiced before. Um, yeah, anyway, so I'll just, I'll just get into all that, but I hope that my hamster mouse decides to cooperate today. I was trying to type my, uh, my statement of purpose, like essay for my master's application and it kept dying on me. So I had to panic charge my other mouse. I don't know why I bought this. What's his name again? I, I forget what his name was. What what are, what is your name? Dead man. Skinny. Skinny. 
That fits it because of the description. Oh my god, that... You have to say it like salad fingers. That's horrid. Skinny. Ew! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me pull up my notes. And I made them big so I can read. And I didn't see too many words that I probably won't be able to pronounce, but um, it's still very early on. It's a first. It's still early in the episode, so my fuck-ups are evident. Well, I already set the standard with reading the, my wine bottle, so... Well, um, we'll, we'll get more into that. Okay. <clears throat> so, the background. Wow, my voice just cracked. The background. Guam is an organized, unincorporated territory of the United States and the Micronesia subregion of the Western Pacific Ocean. It is the westernmost point and territory of the United States, reckoned from the geographical center of the United States, with its capital... Okay, here it goes. I can't... Hagatna? Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yep. I I'm so sorry. Anyone who is from Guam, you can boo me in the comment section. <laughs> I'm gonna do it too, guys. Okay, it's spelled H A G A with a little dot over it. T N with a tilde. I know what a tilde is, because I took Spanish. T N tilde A. Hagatnya. Yeah. Like manana. Yeah. Hagatnya. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna have to edit all this out. Uh, lies fur west, further west than Melbourne, Australia, or Melbourne. I don't know how they pronounce it. And Oceania, Guam is the largest and southernmost of the Mariana Islands uh, and the largest island in Micronesia. Guam's capital is, I just said it, its most populous village is Dededo. Uh, people born in Guam are American citizens but have no vote in the United States presidential elections while residing in Guam, and Guam delegates to the United States House of Representatives have no vote on the floor. I didn't, maybe I'm just dumb and I didn't know that, but like I legit didn't know that. That I guess they they don't vote in the presidential elections. I guess Puerto Rico doesn't either. I guess I never thought about it. I read somewhere if you live in Puerto Rico, like you don't have to pay uh, federal taxes. I like people go, people go there to like evade taxes. Yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I, I, I heard that from somewhere. Keep that in my back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> summer home in Puerto Rico and another summer home in Guam. <laughs> Perfect. Indigenous Gu- people from Guam are the Chamaru, spelled C-H-A-M-O-R-U, Chamaru, historically known as the Chamaru, who are related to the Austronesian peoples of Indonesia, the Philippines, Malaysia, Taiwan, Micronesia, and Polynesia. As of 2022, Guam's population is... 168,801 people who live there. Chamaros are the largest ethnic group, but the minority, but a minority on the multi-ethnic island. The territory spans 210 square miles and has a population density of 775 per square mile. So, I mean, it's pretty tiny. Like, this is just kind of getting into that, like the how big it is. But I know, like at their at its widest point, it's twelve miles long, and then its most narrow point on the island is only four miles long. So no you shit. can like literally see across. I mean, it's fairly big, but it's still small. A hundred thousand people too is not not much. Yeah, the Chamorro people settled in the island uh, approximately. And this was interesting to me. Thirty five hundred years ago. That's crazy. Hmm. We're talking like fifteen hundred years BC. Like that's when they were. That's that's. I don't know why that's crazy to me, but it just it just is. No, I don't know. Like I'm assuming this is the highest their population's been in that long. Uh, I would think so. I know that like, and and I'm quoting Moana, so I'm probably gonna get booed for this too. But like, they were voyagers, is what 
that narrative was. So I don't... Sing the song for us? No. <laughs> I would think that they travel between islands, you know, maybe not often, but still, like, I don't, I don't think that it was just these people just up and populated there out of nowhere. Like, they had to have come from somewhere. Right. Likely via boat. Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan. I was thinking, like, Magellan and, like, foot inserts. Is that, that, it's like, what's that old, old commercial? Is like, are you gelling? I'm gel. Never mind. I'm done. Um, yeah. Are you, <laughs> you gelling? I'm gelling. What, what happened after that? Damn. Know. It was so dumb. <laughs> That's what I think of anytime I see Ferdinand Magellan. Um, while the explorer. <laughs> think about feet. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, yes. <laughs> it started. Perfect. I've had not even one cider yet. Okay. I'm st- I'm still getting through the background of this. I'm s- sorry. This is just a tiny tiny bit dry, but still there's interesting sh- interesting things in here. Um so while Magellan was in the service of Spain, uh he was the first European explorer to visit the island on March 6, 1521. Guam was colonized by Spain in 1668, and between the 16th and 18th centuries, Guam was an important stopover for the Spanish Manila uh, galleons. During the Spanish-American War, the United States captured Guam on June 21st, uh, 1898, and under the Treaty of Paris, signed on December 10th, 1898, Spain ceded Guam to the U.S. effective 11 April 1899. So that was part of the deal. They they got Guam. So before World War II, Guam was one of the five American jurisdictions in the Pacific Ocean, along with Wake Island in Micronesia, American Samoa and Hawaii in Polynesia and the Philippines. On December 8, 1941, hours after the attack on Pearl Harbor, Guam was captured by the Japanese, who occupied the island for two and a half years. So during the occupation, Guamanians were subjected to forced labor, incarceration, torture, and execution. American forces recaptured the island on July 21st, 1944, which is commemorated as Liberation Day. So since the 60s, Guam's economy has been supported primarily through tourism and the U.S. military, for which Guam is a major strategic asset, i.e. that's why we have exercises in the Pacific. Pacific Pathway. Did we say that? Pacific Pathway? No, but that sounds very familiar. That's one of that. All right, I was trying to. That's one of the, uh, like the joint jobs they hold in like Guam and around the area. Oh, okay, okay, yep. Sorry, You're I right. just that was a a fucking like senior <laughs> moment, just yelling <laughs> shit that comes to my mind. Proceed. Right. Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, take your medicine. <laughs> My uh, a buddy of mine when he was in Hawaii, he was a part of one of those, and I don't think it was Guam, and I wish I fucking remembered, but it was one of the one of those islands, and uh, their job was to find and uh, dig up like remains of World War II people that were killed, and they found, god damn it, and I, we're gonna have to backtrack for this. They found like a famous POW. They found his remains that was like missing. And then it was a part of like Sears school, his, his fucking name. I can't remember it. However, they, they ended up finding his remains and it was kind of a big deal, but fun fact, that was his, that was his job for the, like doing like the, the Pacific shit, which I thought was pretty cool. A little different. I'll have to Google that like off to the side. I'll, I'm going to text him right now. Yeah. That sounds very, oh my God. Now, like I, I wish I would have paid attention in history a little bit better. <laughs> I don't remember fuck anymore. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's why I'm going back to school. I feel dumb. The army made me feel dumb. Like, 
I look at things that I write and I'm just thinking, is this good enough for grad school? I don't think it is. Don't find out. Yeah, I'm going to find out. <laughs> I, I do remember reading, just speaking on you know the Japanese occupation in Guam, that there were, I want to say, seven, seven people that managed to evade capture for two years. Damn. I was reading that and I was going to, I want to say it was seven people. It was a very small number, but like, basically they were just hiding out all over the island. That's not a very big island to hide on, especially if like it's taken over by the Japanese. Yeah. Were they American? I feel like they were. Yes. Yes. I'll look at, I'll look at that. But yeah, I was going to go a little bit into that. And then I was just like, no, I'm just going to go into the background. But if, uh, if you're interested, just Google, Google Americans evading capture in Guam, World War II. Anyway, I remember hearing this though. The unofficial but frequently used territorial motto is quote where america's day begins which refers to the island's proximity to the international date line uh guam is among the 17 non-self-governing territories listed by the united nations and has been a member of the pacific community since 1983 so that's just a little bit from uh a girlfriend wikipedia i think it was wikipedia it likely a, a lot of my backgrounds and stuff do come from wikipedia but i i branch out a little bit yeah when I go down rabbit holes like this, when I went down this rabbit hole about the culture. So the culture, it's considered a melting pot combining Chamorro customs with American, Spanish, and Mexican traditions, not unlike the uh, Philippines and the rest of that area. Post-European uh, contact, uh, Chamorro-Guamanian culture is a combination of Span- uh, American, Spanish, Filipino, and other micro-Asian islander and Mexican traditions. Few indigenous pre-Hispanic customs remained following the Spanish contact, but included uh, plating and pottery. Like that's indig- like their indigenous culture that has remained. Uh, and there is in fact a resurgence to maintain the native language and culture. Hispanic influences are manifested in the local language, music, dance, sea navigation, cuisine, fishing, games, such as Batu, Chanka. Oh my God, I should have. Estulex? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I nailed it. Bayogo, Bayogu. There, there are games. I, I, I am a bad American. Uh, songs and fashion. The island's original community is of Chamorro natives who inhabited Guam for almost four thousand years. Uh, they had their own language relating to the languages of Indonesia and Southeast Asia. The Spanish later called them Chamorros, a, a derivative of the word Chamori, which is quote noble race. So an interesting uh, cultural fact I found as I was kind of digging into the weeds of this. Historically, the native people of Guam honored the bones of their ancestors, keeping the skulls in their houses in small baskets and practicing incantations before them when it was desired to attain certain objects. Sure. So while hu- while history tells of human bones like femurs and such being used for tools post-mortem, the skulls of the deceased held a much more spiritual purpose, and the skulls were kept in a high place inside the houses and Toward them, they would make a bowing gesture, there, thereby showing large degree of respect. The uh, the author who, I, I think this was a monk at the time, one of the Spanish monks at the time that was just like observing uh, when the Spanish first got over there. Um, he writes yeah. about how the skulls were used as tokens of good luck, especially for fishing. Offerings of fresh fish or turtles, oh, poor crush, <laughs> were caught during <laughs> the fishing expeditions and would be placed before the oldest skulls in a special ceremony, inviting their dead ancestors to eat with them. The Chamorros believed in the souls of the individuals who died a peaceful death would go to a paradise beneath the earth, where there is an abundance of bananas, coconuts, sugarcane, and other fruits. Individuals who died violently, on the other hand, ended up in 
Laguan. I fucked that up too. Yep, that was it. A place similar to the Christian notion of hell, which, I mean, I was reading that and I was like, that kind of sucks. Like, if you died a violent death, not all the time is it your fault. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what if you what if you got like robbed at gunpoint? You know, guess I'll go to hell now. I want to live in the coconut heaven, the coconut fruit heaven. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> is that like a good incentive to be a good person your whole life? Is like fruit? I mean, maybe, but this to me it just kind of seems like a very risk adverse way of living if you're trying to avoid dying a violent death. Whoa, too violent for me, bud. Whoa, no, Val. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, not for me, bud. It's like dying a martyr and going to see 72 virgins. The, the coconut version. 72 bananas. <laughs> God damn it, I need those bananas. I'm sorry. Um, no, no mocking here. No mocking. But I'm interested. So most importantly, the Chamas believed that the souls of individuals could return to Earth and visit with relatives. At the time of a death, a basket would be placed near the individual's head as an invitation for the deceased to return for a visit. At other times, the individual's corpse, anointed with fragrant oils, would be taken from the house to a different house of different relatives to offer the, I don't know what, Aniti? An, uh, That's, but it's to offer the Aniti a place to remain, I guess Aniti might be a soul, uh, a place to remain among the living. Thus, the skull retrieved from the burial represented the tangible presence of an ancestral spirit and therefore was given a special place in the home. Sure. I will say I didn't put too much in the notes because I could talk this without making myself ill reading it. But the way that they would, I hate to say harvest the bones, but there was like ancient practices and ways that made it easier to remove the bones during decomposition, such as tying, tying with strings around the ligaments and pulling. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I just didn't want to get too much into that. Use your imagination. Yeah, it, it reminded me of that. Oh my god, it was like this. Um, it was a cult down in Mexico, and like these guys went on spring break, and one of them ended up kidnapped by like this random cult that was there. And I guess for a ritualistic sacrifice, like ceremony, they found his remains. Like later, when the cult people were arrested. But the guy who died, who was going to be offered as a sacrifice, it was like wire wrapped around his midsection, so then like they could just pull his spine up from the earth and use the bones for a sacrifice. Sure. I wonder why I have so many nightmares. <laughs> why don't I sleep at night? Why don't I sleep well at night? But yeah, that that's what it kind of reminds Maybe not as violent as like a, a cult crazy religious ceremony. This is like literally like, hey, we need a uh, we need grandpa's femur for spears. I don't know. It reminds me of this one time. Oh, I can't even so my, my front a lot of my teeth are fake. Just from being a stupid guy growing up and doing guy shit. Uh, so like my front teeth are fake and I had to get it, I had to get the one fixed and uh, my dentist who used to be my neighbor, if you're listening, you'll I'm mad at you. <laughs> Do you tell her about your podcast? She she knows about it. She okay. knows who I am. Uh, she's not in the army anymore though. I'm mad at you. She like put she like it wouldn't come out easy. So and like it, I came in like it makes me sick. <laughs> Pretty much just put like a napkin over it with pliers and just pulled it. Like, and it was, I was like, it's like the worst feeling ever. It was like horrifying. No, no, no. I can still feel it. So these poor men that were pulled they by were, their spines. They were I, dead. They were dead though. No, they were dead. I know what you're feeling. <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> yeah, with those painkillers. They're no better than me. <laughs> but anyway. 
You should ask her if she like kept your teeth for a sacrifice or something. Yeah, like <laughs> a little jar of bones. Probably she probably has a bag full. It does make you wonder what they do with all the teeth at the dentist's office. Probably some weird sex teeth parties they have <laughs> behind the scenes. Some type of like tooth fetish out there, I'm sure, that they sell to, like on the black market of dentists. What's that song from Barely Odd Parents? Uh, my shiny teeth and me. They're just having a ritualistic sacrifice, like ceremony, and Chip Skylark's playing in the background. <laughs> Fucking Chip Skylark. <laughs> <laughs> there's a black market of teeth somewhere that they're just like oh i got this this sick canine check this out oh fuck yeah ebay or cash at me oh well we're gonna get killed now this is i what are we talking about <laughs> we're talking about bones oh yeah it's a piece of cheese in my wine glass ew what <laughs> are you sure that's <laughs> not the cork <laughs> i don't know kind of look like that's what I get for drinking out of a fucking mason jar. It's not below me for cheese to be in what I'm drinking. <laughs> cheese is everywhere. I <laughs> think it's string cheese just to like stir it. I'm releasing the tannins. <laughs> <sighs> just wine-infused cheese string. All right, back on topic. I am literally powering through this cider. It is, it's, it's false advertisement. It was around all of the beer. They usually have the cider at Trader Joe's. They have the cider like off to the side. Whatever. No, this is by the beer. So here I am thinking I'm getting a pumpkin beer. Nope. I get pumpkins on a tree where they don't grow. That should have been your first indication because it's I'm cider. Upset. I'm upset. It's like a pumpkin. It's like instead of an apple, it's a pumpkin. Pu- here, have some pumpkin juice. You didn't <laughs> think enough. You saw it and you jumped to conclusions. I know. Oh, it's very Do you want some Rojo Dolce? Some Rojo Dolce. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that what I sound like? No. I was exaggerating. <laughs> TikTok, don't be mad Rojo Dolce. Well, might as well nip this in a butt. Kind of sounds like the name of a, an up-and-coming TikTok artist. Speaking of TikTok. DJ Rojo yeah. Dolce. <laughs> DJ Rojo. Alright. Okay, that's done. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Okay, I've got another cider. And I've heard of Locust Cider before. Yeah, this is a local one. Okay. Oh, oh, I got a skull of mine too. Look. Mexican wine party. Or what is that? Uh looks like a cricket. It's like a cricket. Oh, it's okay, they they turned it into they turned this locust into a sugar skull. This seems like sacrilege. Whatever. Oh, best place well, maybe not best, best place, but best place that I've been to around Halloween is definitely San Antonio because they also have all the Day of the Dead decorations up and it's oh my god, all the tacos. I know it's like not real Mexican food, like it's Tex Mex, but man, I, I miss it. I miss Texas. I love tacos so much. I do too. Okay. Well, that is all that I had for my segment. I'll put a link into some of the readings that I found. The website is called Guamapedia. All things Guam. Very original. Yes. Oh, this is so much better. Oh, all is right in the world. We're back. We're back. Okay. So now that she's giving you a little backdrop here. If you maintained anything from what I just talked about. One. Tax evasion. Two, Guam, you could see the other side at certain points in the island. Three, big part in World War II. Four, bones. That's it. That's 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 my that's my summary of what I just talked about. That's all Guam's contributed. We're going to piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we talking about Guam, you're asking yourself. Why? As you're driving to work. Why? It's 30 or 35 minutes in. You're probably at your destination already. <laughs> but you're on your way. 
you're on your way home now, and you've been thinking about Guam all day. So why have Amanda and Thought been talking about Guam? Well, this is always us just talking about the ghost stories I received years ago, because it's kind of been like the introduction to tales, Amanda and I, with this, with this shit. But uh, this story I received, and I'll read it here. The person's anonymous. He or she wanted it to stay anonymous for for I think a reason because he was pretty or she he was he or she was pretty nervous about it. They they were nervous. They about it. they them. <laughs> We just lost like half the listeners. Like, fuck you guys and your pronouns. <laughs> you hate Guam. You don't know how to talk. <laughs> now they're bringing pronouns in. <laughs> We're just trying to keep people anonymous. That's it. Okay. Continue. Okay. So this is one of the stories. And we have two of them. Uh, so in 2014 and 2015, this person's in the army. Uh, said they were in a shithole. Me and the boys were guarding a, quote, site for a while. When we got there, we got the brief. The locals told us that we weren't allowed in the forest without, quote, permission. They told us not to swim anywhere past the reefs if we decided to swim. Coincidentally, the site was co-located with some creep, quote, satellite relay station, which was surrounded by a nine-foot-tall barbed wire, which were oriented to keep things in rather than out. On the drive to and from the site, me and a buddy would see two to three flashlights in the middle of the night, followed by single rifle shots and sometimes multiple rifle shots. When we asked the locals what the fuck it, that was and who wandered in the forest satellite, they wouldn't say. Quote, the satellite, uh, the satellite site was marked USDA, so United States Department of Agriculture, and the guards told us that the Department of Agriculture guys would go out there in the middle of the night to quote, secure some species of snake. What was weirder was the fact that that tall ass fence was lined with thick plastic so that that way fingers couldn't use the little holes to climb out. We were convinced it was a zombie testing site. The place was so far away from any larger place, even farther from any reach for our combo, and had only two ways in, and they were both by air. When the dude stationed there would uh, do drill, they would lock down the only two ways in via air and every other means of that off that place. And at that point, I said, I'm afraid to share this. He said it was very, it was fucking creepy. And when he drove past the guard tent, it was four miles in pure darkness. The locals told us to ignore any screams in the forest. They told us that it was the screaming deer that roamed the forest. All right. So screaming deer is what I'm going to focus on. And snake. Okay. Wait, in that zombie testing site, there's a deer? Yeah. So... And snakes. So there, there's there's woods around the the satellite. Okay. Around the satellite is the the fence pointing inwards. Okay. Oh. Keeping things in rather than out. And around the satellite is woods where they would see flashlights followed by gunshots. And in the same area with the one road, they would hear screams. And the locals said it was screaming deer that roamed the forest. Huh. Before I double tap on that, or someone that was reading these stories, he didn't know. The person, because I kept it anonymous, but he said uh, he knew exactly what this person's talking about and that he had a story from Guam. And this person said, I worked in the same building as the buffs from Vietnam era. I got to unlock the building and there is a dude in a flight suit that didn't look right to me. I got to put my phone outside the vault and turn back and he disappeared. I put two and two together and the reason it didn't look right to me was everything was so down and we wear Velcro patches. So that's not really the same story, but just a separate probably world war ii ghost story associated with guam yeah so like a world war ii leather flight 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 jacket i've always wanted one of those like i see them at thrift shops and stuff but they're like 200 dollars. 
They are pretty cool, though. They are cool. Get her own patches sewn on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Do you have anything to say about? Do you have anything to say about the deer snake USDA story? I just, I guess I'd have to look and see like what the, like I'd probably like a cursory Google search just to see what the native or indigenous, is that the right word? Like the native to Guam, like what species of deer? Locals. Wildlife. Yeah. Local wildlife. The local deer. (laughs) Do, Do they normally scream outside of that location? What kind of snakes? Is this like an Australia thing where there's like everything's out to kill you? Everything's just trying to kill you. (laughs) So something about the snakes, and I forget, and I should have screenshot the snakes. So people listening, I apologize. So the USDA, you know, Americans doing weird shit. We're always doing weird shit. (laughs) So this uh, species of snake was taking taking over and fucking up either local animals or... um... (laughs) Sorry, I just thought of Samuel L. Jackson. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking island. On fucking Guam. <laughs> so I told you about drug-filled mice, remember? A couple days ago? Feel, yes, yes. And you said don't say anything else about it because you wanted to be a surprise? I wanted that to be a surprise, yes. Snake eat mice. And this, this species of snake was fucking around Guam. And this is just a fun little sidebar here. But so the Americans, the USDA, again, were like, I have a great idea to fuck with this, these snakes. So they filled a bunch of mice up with Tylenol and other types of drugs, airdropped them out of a fucking plane into the woods. They're already dead. They're just stuffed with fucking, <laughs> fucking drugs. And the snake were like, oh, hell yeah. Do they, have like little, do they have like little parachutes? I don't think they had parachutes. I think they just burnt into the fucking trees. I thought about that too, like little baby parachutes on mice, just like <laughs> just like floating down into the canopies. But no, I think they just like like ten like like a golf ball out of a fucking speeding car. They just smash it into the ground. Do you remember like the little army men? Yeah, exactly. With the little parachutes, they just got tall and all shoved <laughs> up their ass. <laughs> so fucked up. So Toy Story army soldier mice would uh they would land on Earth. And the snake would the snake would be like, oh, like fuck yeah, like easy kill, eat the mouse, and then I guess whatever drug or Tylenol or the fuck was in there. Wait, hold on, hold on. I don't think that they were dead, and the reason I don't think they're dead is because I remember this from elementary school, and we were we never had like I think the only like class pets we had were like betta fish. I don't I. Regardless, the I remember talking about snakes and snakes don't eat dead mice. Like that if you give a snake a dead mouse or a dead rat, it won't eat it. If it's alive, it'll eat it because that that snake's like, "Oh, that's that's healthy. That I can eat that. It's not like going to hurt me." If it's already dead, the snake I think instinctually is like, "Oh, that thing is probably like diseased and it won't eat it." So they may just be really, really drugged up. Oh my god! Just really. They probably did give them little parachutes. <laughs> god, I fucking hope so. <laughs> there you go, Shayla. <laughs> Drawing little mites parachuting from the sky. All right, here I brought. I, I brought. There's a bunch of articles about it. So, damn it, National Geographic. Please subscribe. <laughs> Seriously, what is this? All right, so dead mite. You say, hold on. Yeah, I'm just going to look up that, that little fact, if that's true or not, or that's just like something that I thought was true. I don't know. So this is from Nat Geo uh, in 2010. So headline, drug-filled mice airdropped over Guam to kill snakes. Dead mice packed with drugs recently airdropped into Guam's dense jungle canopy, part of a new effort to kill the invasive species of snake. The U.S. government-funded project Tablets of 
Concentrated Tylenol are placed in dead thumb-sized mice, which are then used to bait for brown tree snakes. That's the uh, okay. the highlighted spark notes. But when ingested by brown tree snakes, the drug disrupts the oxygen-carrying ability of the snake's hemoglobin blood proteins. They go into coma and then die. USDA. Okay. So I did find that little thing that I was saying, like, they won't eat dead mice. They will eat dead mice only if they're, like, freeze-dried or freshly killed. So they were likely, like, recently drugged and then parachuted off to go kill the snakes. Sorry. That was going to bother me, and I, I needed to do the Google. That's fine. I hope you found clarity. I did. <laughs> I hope you found peace. All right. So <laughs> USDA in Guam, uh, there isn't too much. I was like, look, this is in 2020 when I got the messages. And after that, I was like, oh, that's re- I love that. This is one of my favorite stories. I like, was like, really interested into it. There's not much about it. Um, so I do have pictures that uh, Salty Kilo will put on Instagram. Uh, so when this happened, it was 2015. Um, the zombie testing screaming deer site place. And 2016, the USDA, United States Department of Agriculture that works in Guam, decided to put hundreds of dead deer in a landfill in Guam. So reports, there's no reason why the USDA did it. There's no report why the deer died, why they put them in the landfill, um, how they died. Uh, so... Amanda, well, again, we'll put the, so it's like Leon Landfill. That's probably said that wrong. I have a picture of the, the site, boink. A uh, picture of the deer, boink. Again, Guam's not big. Screaming deer in the forest around the same time as this person, a U.S. soldier's guarding a USDA testing, a USDA site. And then USDA is putting several dead deer into a landfill within the year of said screaming deer, pretty sus. And then, so when uh, reporters, because this, this picture went viral in 2016 of the deer that it's going to be on Instagram. When the reporters were like, okay, like what the fuck is, what's this about? The one person who had the answers. Why are there so many dead deer? <laughs> dead deer and why are you putting them in a the landfill? They're biodegradable. <laughs> the one person who had the answers was on, was on pass or leave. He like wasn't there and never came back. So they got no answers about it because the reporters were calling, hey, like, what the fuck's this about? And they're like, oh, you know, Johnny Deer Killer is, is away right now. <laughs> so the link between Screaming Deer Zombie and the USDA, I don't know. I like using my imagination. Obviously, testing is, I don't think, is out of the realm. It just seems like such a, no- like, not a very good place to do that. I think the only reason I'm saying that is because, like, that's a heavily populated space like considering how small it is like that's a lot of people so if something went wrong like but it is an island you can contain it yeah. the deer aren't swimming out of guam oh my god zombie deer so i don't know like i don't i don't have an answer but i like to think i don't think it's zombie related but i mean with the coincidence I was going to say, I mean, it's 2022. Literally nothing will surprise me anymore with what comes out. Oh, no. It's like, oh, yeah, we were, we, we had zombie deer all along. I'm like, oh, God, okay. You Oh, you guys didn't know? No, we didn't. You didn't know we had parachuting drug mice? It was in the pamphlet. <laughs> the welcome you... pamphlet. <laughs> See? <laughs> zombie deer, page three. <laughs> it's in the fine print, stupid. Read a book. Zombie screaming deer, it's right here. <laughs> Don't go into the forest. <laughs> what is it? The 
the the little like pamphlets that they give you before you go into like another country. Yeah, it's like don't touch the wildlife. It's just a whole section. Like of the that. in brief. Um, I'm curious to hear about this this from like a from a preventative med officer if or a preventative med um nco specialist that's in guam or has done exercises in guam i i feel like you don't have to name yourself but if you have any insight to these screaming deer especially as a pm person who has to be privy to the wildlife that is in the region where you're going to to do training or a deployment etc like i i'm very curious about that so any listeners out there that may know something one of the reasons like normally when you and i had no i when I know the topic, what we're doing, I normally ask for like answers to whatever. Reason I didn't ask for this, and I kind of feel like a douche for not, is the two people I did were like that set in the Guam stories really didn't want to be mentioned. They didn't even want me to tell. They didn't even want me to say it was in Guam. The first guy, especially, was like, "I don't want you to say where it is." Eventually, like I pried out of him. He said it, and then eventually, that that second person was like, "I know where this is. This is in Guam. I know the unit that." they were into it's not a conventional unit uh where i don't know it's weird hmm hmm, hmm. that's us you don't think usda will be the bad guys but here we are killing deer and i'm just gonna have like some man in black knocking on my door after i publish screaming books. deer like what do you know about the deer and i'm like i don't know <laughs> show me the mice parachutes that's what i want to see what do you know about parachuting mice i'll tell you what you want to know but show me <laughs> Show me the parachutes from the mice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the deer at all. It's only the mice. <laughs> That's what I want to know. How did they drop them out of the sky? I picture me <laughs> the back of a fucking C seventeen ramp down with a, just a cardboard box full of just fucking <laughs> mice with five fifty cord with like a little t- tissue paper like to their backs. <laughs> Good luck, sweet prince. Just chuck it out. <laughs> Fuck those snakes. You have to You have to think though that somebody had to be airload planner trained. I am an airload planner, and that was not in the course at all. I was not I was not trained for that. Excuse me, what do I do about the dead body? In terms of like weight, like where what do I put in for this? Do we have to rig the parachutes one by one? You know, like when you go on a military plane. <laughs> Some rigger is yeah, like I didn't this. sign up for this. Yeah. <laughs> a rigger is just like packing parachutes for mice. He's like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, just just packing tissue paper into like, <laughs> I don't know, what else? Like <laughs> The size of a sock. Yeah, a little a little baby. Is it, what is this? A parachute for a poly pocket? What is it? They didn't tell him what it was for. It's like what? But riggers are normally on cocaine anyway, so I doubt they cared. Yeah, he's probably like, ooh, we're making like tiny soldiers now. Okay. Ooh wow. It's just mice. It's just mice. Ooh wow. Ooh wow. Oh my god. I don't ask questions, I just make baby parachutes. <laughs> Lend softly, sweet prince. No, but like you said, how big they were. Like I, here's the reference: how big these. If they did them one by one, or if they dropped them in packs, but we're gonna assume they did them one by one. Look at the size. How big this parachute would have to be? Think of the tests that they had to do on these parachutes. Well, see, like, I it's bullshit that I'm not involved in any of these military testings. I know. I just I have I have too big of a mouth. There's so much fun shit out there that I have no idea. Like people are blowing up old people on missiles. Mm. Parachuting mice, like what? Like uh, I, I saw that, and it was like, 
They donated her body to science. They just didn't say what science experiment was being conducted. Yeah, and the morgue in Arizona was like, yeah, you're going to be strapped to a fucking bomb. I mean, if... Deuces. You know what? And her son was, her son was like, like, uh, where'd my grandmom go? I just want to be... I'm just curious. Yeah, we sold her for $8,000 to the U.S. Army, and then we blew her the fuck up. Here's the video, bud. Or she could have been airdropped into snakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just remember, like, when I did my, like, cadet internship in germany and like literally when it comes to like the training it wasn't like a testing site or anything like cool a top secret like that but you know we we were i say we that the company that i was with was like away from the main battalion like they had their own compound and just the shit that we would do like we packed like this big long roll of petn into like there was a, a dummy round like a 155 round, it was filled with like styrofoam. And these guys carved out the styrofoam, packed the PETN in there just so they could see what the explosion would look like next to like this old car that was out in their training site. And like that was part of like their identification, like training. But I was like, there's like no rules. There, there are, there are no rules. Okay. And I can only imagine if you have bodies and I got stories about bodies, man. Well, a body, but that. <laughs> okay, you want me to tell it? Is it Guam related? No, it's not Guam related, but it was really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to tell it before we get into the other ghost stories that you have. So I'm not going to say which unit I was with, but when it came to like hazardous waste disposal, like we kind of had like, we, we had it in our SOP, like how they were supposed to get rid of it, you know, like anything with like blood on it and like the hazmat bags or whatever, like how they had to be like packaged up and you know, coordinate through the hospital to turn it in, right? Well, some higher up had this idea and it was not what they should have done. They had a guy who, and it just unfortunate situation where he he committed suicide in his car. He was part of the old unit. Well, when he did that and his friend who found him, like called his unit, like let him know what happened, the leadership who is making these calls decided that he was going to send a group of volunteer medics to go clean up the car, put all the stuff in after they got the, the, the guy's body out, but like the rest of the stuff that was in there, to go clean up the car and turn, it, this was off post, clean up the car, bag it up, take it on post. Like they literally drove through the gate with brain matter in bags. And they came to me, they came to my location being the person who deals with hazmat stuff like bio biohazard stuff and i'm like i'm not taking that and they're like well why not and i'm like no because there's investigators that have to make sure that this isn't foul play like you can't just take this here like oh okay and then they, they went over to the battalion headquarters of my battalion and dropped it off with the mortuary affairs nco nice and I thought she was going to have an aneurysm. But yeah, I've never seen anything like that before. I'm like, right. uh, who made, who thought this was a good idea? Anyway. Whomst. <laughs> Whomst idea was this. Whomst good idea fairy was this. But yeah, that was fucked up. There was, I, I don't know what happened with that. And I was not interviewed. So I'm not sure where that went. Regardless, that, uh, that was, that was my experience with the aftermath of and then the cleanup of so anyway drink the pain away the pumpkin beer will make you feel better i don't have pumpkin beer but i do so i only got three because i i still have to wake up in the morning 
and function as an adult. And this is my last day. Last Monday. My, not my last day, but my last Monday in the Army. So this is my treat to myself. My last, not even motor pool Monday. I didn't even go to the motor pool. I went to my chiropractor appointment and it was awesome. Anyway, ghost stories. Sorry. That was me like going on a side tangent. My bad. So I have no more ghost stories per se. Uh, actually, I don't have anything left Guam related, but I do have the two things that we, uh, the thoughts, thoughts. Um, okay. So we wanted to incorporate thoughts, thoughts this episode. And don't know how often we're going to do this, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how Thought feels after he reads reads and responds. Your guys's. They really weren't as dirty or bad. Because or, I honestly, I was terrified because <laughs> on a daily basis, the things you fucking people send to me are borderline criminal. But so like anonymous, like, you know, Q&A, I figured it like, oh, yeah, they're going to be I'm going to have to call the police or something. <laughs> um. So but they weren't that go on. I was gonna say before we before we get into it, like kind of like giving a little bit of like what 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 are thoughts thoughts? What is this? What is the segment? So, for one, I'm thought. <laughs> I am thoughtimus prime. <laughs> I am thoughtimus prime. My Instagram thing. My I I haven't been on Instagram in a, a while because quite frankly I don't give a fuck about it. But uh, it was like it was called thoughts thoughts because. Besides me being thought, I think I think a little differently than most people, and it was going to be just like my random thoughts throughout the day as I just jot them down on Twitter. Which God help anybody who wanted to read that, but eventually that turned into like this week, Salty Kilo put on her story, and and I did on mine. Thoughts, thoughts, anonymous posting. So you're allowed to post anything you wanted, really, um, with impunity. Uh, However, if if murder is part of it, we will cooperate with the authorities. <laughs> I disagree with her. I wouldn't tell anyone. My ass is not going to jail for you guys. A man is a snitch. <laughs> but then, if it's fucking anonymous, listen. I have my cats. <laughs> Somebody feed my cat. I have my cats and my dog to think about. If it's anonymous, you don't DM me. I can see your name and your face and your family. Just click the... like. I don't get it. I'm not good with technology at all. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but... <laughs> a bunch of things. Oh, yeah, like, I did X, Y, and Z. Like, dude, like... <sighs> whatever. But where did you... Sorry, off script. Where did you send it to me? I can't find it. Um. It was email. You emailed it, didn't you? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, crap. And the hamster died. New mouse. Skinny? No. Yeah, Skinny died. Uh, this is now... Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? No, this is dead. dead. It's dead. Daddy. There we go. Ah, she, aha. Just gotta hit it a couple times. Just smack it upside the head. Okay. I'm ready. All me. God, pressure. Okay, one second. Let me take a sip of uh, some Boyho Dolce. Boyho. <laughs> <laughs> Rojo. God, you're so fluent in Spanish. <laughs> it's only getting worse. God damn it. TikTok boots just rolling in his grave. See. Si. <laughs> See. Si. Hola, my name is Dora. <laughs> Can you find the map? God damn it. <laughs> it's like fucking um, Inglorious Bastards when Brad Pitt's speaking Italian. Gorlame. Ow. Oh, I just snorted that hurt. You snorted? Oh, side, side. Yeah, like I laughed and snorted and it got my nose. 
By the way, painful thing I did today. Probably wasn't that painful, but it was still painful. I waxed my nose hairs. Okay. <laughs> so my nose is like super sensitive right now. Can you breathe better? <laughs> I think so. It's just, it's different. You should try it. It doesn't hurt. I'm going to try it. I, I, need to, I need to quit like delving personal things on here. I normally just put a lighter up my nose and just do it that way, but... <laughs> If you want to use wax and, you know, do your thing. You know, if you do that and there's not saying that you do cocaine, because I know you don't do cocaine. But if you were to do cocaine (laughs) and you did that and you still have booger sugar up there, just FYI, that turns into crack with heat. (laughs) You shouldn't have told me that. I'm going to sign off. (laughs) See you tomorrow as you hear my lighter in the background, like little Wayne. Young moolah, baby. Young Thotimus. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even started on the confessions yet. All right. So these are, again, anonymous. First one, you're doing an amazing job, Amanda, from Thought. No. It's not anonymous when I wrote my name at the end of it, because I thought you were reading them. And Amanda is doing a great job. So if you're listening, you DM DOD or Salty Kilo, and you say, hey, you're doing awesome, because she does fucking everything. I, I come on here, and I drink some wine that I can't even pronounce, and, you know, she's doing all the legwork. He's got the stories. Like We, we, we balance each other out here. Eh. Snaps for Amanda. I, oh, he actually did snap. Okay. All right. All right. Stop fucking around, will you? Here we go. At four years old, I taught myself to write my cousin's name since he was learning to write in kindergarten. So the next time he bullied me, I wrote his name all over the wall and threw the marker at him so her mom caught him with the marker. (laughs) 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 You're a dick. Oh, my God. Who are you? It's pretty fun. That's a good one, though. <laughs> your, cousin's, your cousin has trust issues now. <laughs> All right. Okay. He probably has like some obscure signature now that no one can recreate. Yeah. <laughs> when I was on pre-deployment leave in 2018 going to Afghanistan, my girlfriend and I at the time had sex in my sister's bed. The next morning, she came to me hungover and asleep and screamed, why does it smell like nut? <laughs> I just laughed and rolled over. She proceeded to beat me with a wiffle ball bat. (laughs) (laughs) It was just laying there. (laughs) Just took the beating, I guess. With a wiffle ball bat? It's not super impressive, but... That's not good home (laughs) self-defense. No gun needed. No gun needed. I got a wiffle ball bat. Not super impressive, but I put tape over my lieutenant colonel's cack, and he started yelling at the G6 to fix his computer. He should have seen his face when he found out. I hope he got locked out. <laughs> Hopefully. This one's kind of long. I kind of forget it. But I was at an arcade and ate some greasy-ass food. Bubbles kicked in within 10 minutes. Run to bathroom. One stall and one urinal. Father's in urinal convincing his child to go potty already. I'm sweating hard. Fuck it. Grab paper towels oh, no. and destroy the urinal and everything around it. Leave it as quickly as I came. Ten minutes later, I hear a loud argument and an employee rage quitting. Come to find out it was because he didn't want to clean what was described as an explosion in the men's urinal. Felt bad he quit his job, but he was a kid. He'll find a new one. (laughs) Fucking toddlers. We've all all had the shit like that before. Am I right? (laughs) Well, not you. You're a girl. Girls don't poop. You're right. We don't. I say probably probably once a year I think I shit my pants. (laughs) That's got to be a statistic somewhere. If you're... (laughs) 
I'm not the only one. I know I'm not. Tell me, tell me I'm not alone. <laughs> There's once a year where it's like, I just shit my pants. <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> and it's always at work. It's never like just me like in my room. <laughs> There's that old saying, don't trust the fart. But, my sides hurt. Uh, do girls poop their pants? I'm pa- not the only one. <laughs> I can't be. You know, we don't poop, so no, can't relate. <laughs> I know there's girls out there that are just sh- shitting their thongs. <laughs> Is that a saying that you guys have? Girl, I just shit my thong. It is now. All right. I just, I just had a thought. Thought? Boo, 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 boo. Take a sip. She said thought. Okay. I said thought. <laughs> this is not a political this is not a political statement whatsoever but to uphold the fact that women, women don't poop if they're going through a transition and they become a man they get a pamphlet and it's like congratulations you can shit now <laughs> that's a real thing oh yeah it's part of the pre-op surgery you got a green light Free to thing. just shit now it's like sorry um you want to become a man? Uh, this is what you do now. You you shit. <laughs> Sometimes you shit your pants. <laughs> you have to drive the closest Taco Bell. And then if it's the other, and then if it's the other way, if you're a man going to a woman, then it's like, oh, sorry, you don't get a poop anymore. <laughs> you're relieved of your pooping abilities once you once you transition to a guy. Though you have to just drive the Taco Bell, eat a fuck ton of chalupas like we do, and then let nature take its course. <laughs> you can shit as much as you want, ladies. <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna have fact fact checkers on this podcast. No, it's all true. There's no point. We already fact checked before we speak. <laughs> all right, next one. Wildly speculating. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something stupid, but that's too easy. All right, <clears throat> first off, just don't think. Do I? Do I ever? <laughs> Stop making me laugh. I have to burp every time I do that. If you blow air in my ear, it comes out the other side. First off, I love your guys' podcast. I look forward to my weekly listen of you guys talking about sick topics each week. Regardless, the confession, we love you. Regardless, the confession, I almost got hemmed up with testosterone being delivered to me on deployment. How is the Army going to say that I can't take a small amount, 100 milligrams a week? Professional bodybuilders take 500 milligrams plus of a substance that my body uh, ready produces. I get that you can go to the doctor and get a prescription for it, but it shouldn't come to that. The fact that CID, CID spent more time on investigating that instead of sharp EO or other crimes going on base is upset. Absolutely absurd. I'm just trying to make myself stronger, faster, lethal, lethal, better, and I can't even do that. I'm not mad that caught. Are these cut off? I don't know. I'm not. It sounds like he's trying to say I'm not mad that I got caught. I'm not. Yeah, it kind of ends there. So hypothetically, friend and other friends, if I told you you could be prescribed testosterone outside the army, it's not hard. You just have to find a site that you can all do via like telehealth so it's all skype and emails and texting and phone calls with your civilian pa they'll still do blood work and they'll see your blood work and see it where it's at and give you recommendations uh you just might have to pay outside of tricare hypothetically is what i'm saying 
Amanda, thoughts, thoughts? Can we? Can we? I have a thought, thought on this. No, it's so I, I, I'm just going to be completely real, like serious, serious time now is I don't agree with the cutoff levels that the military has for testosterone because and it's no, no knock to anyone who wants to transition. I, I really honestly, as long as you could do your job, I really don't give a fuck. I don't. And I don't thought, I don't think you give a fuck either. But what I don't agree with is like, if you are going through a transition and you are getting hormone therapy and there's just, you know, that you can do that. However, if you're a man who's feeling, there hasn't been as many studies for women um, just with estrogen levels. I know that that is a thing, but it's just, again, it's, <sighs> there's a whole bunch of like science and biology, like things that go behind it that I cannot get into the weeds with without doing extensive research on the effects on women. So just ladies, this is no knock against you. Just I'm going to shelve this for right now until I have the exact answers. However, I do know with men, there is the army's cutoff. And then there is where you should be for testosterone levels. And if you fall below that, but you're not at that like low point yet, you don't qualify for uh, hormone therapy. And that sucks because one, you're fatigued. Two, your performance is shit. Three, if you're trying to have a family, it's even harder to conceive. I just think that, you know, the military really needs to relook. Um, they, they really need to relook hormone therapy um, for the cisgender side of the house. And it sucks because like some, some men will, they'll sleep, they'll get, they'll be sleep deprived. They'll, you know, their diets will be trashed just to get to that level. So then they can get the treatment that they need, which it should never be that way. It should not. That's my tangent. That's my soapbox. Sorry. I'm not going to say I am or am not, have not been prescribed testosterone, but uh, the people, especially in the army, that want to do it, like they don't sleep, like you said. They'll drink a fuck ton before the, before the blood work. They'll fuck a fuck ton or jerk off a bunch before the blood work. Anything to get their levels low, as low as possible. And so when it comes to like the blower, hey, oh, oh, look at that. You are low on testosterone. Here you go. Why wouldn't you just try to get it to that that good natural resting spot to begin with? Yeah. You know, again, I, I'm not an endocrinologist. I, you know, I, I think that there are standards that were set in a time that was different than where we are right now. And I just I, I really think that needs that that needs to be looked at. Yeah, let's put it on the list of other things. But to answer it's shit. It's it's for this yeah. this person though, um, I agree. It's not worth money being invested to investigate. I've I mean, especially if you wanted to do hundred milligrams a week, which is literally almost nothing. Um yeah, but keep on keeping on. Get strong, eat milk, <laughs> eat milk, drink milk, eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> There's cheese in your wine if you're really classy. If you want a piece of cheese, you come on over and we can drink it. <laughs> drink the cheese. Honestly, we're talking adventures here. Cheese-flavored wine. It probably... All right. No? No. No. You sure? No. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, next no. one. No. I okay, shot sorry. a dude on my front porch. <laughs> Completely justified. Spent two Afghan deployments without firing a round. And I end up having it to get a stateside kill. It's been seven years, and I think about it almost daily, but wouldn't change anything. Hell yeah, brother. I thought we said no murder. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. I mean, uh, okay. It sounds like he was on the testosterone. Something tells me that this has already been investigated before this person thought to write in. What is that? That's Rojo. That's Rojo oh. Dolce. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rojo Dolce, baby. She's gone. That's Rojo Dolce. 
<laughs> it was like this great uh, your your screen is like blurry, so I just see this like big green thing coming up. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Yeah, so I am all for home defense. I think you're a fucking idiot if you don't have a firearm in your house. I think that you should be mindful of what kind of firearm you have and what... You you just have to be mindful of neighbors. You have to be mindful of children and what's going to go through a wall and what won't. But I know for a fact that any home invader is going to run the opposite direction as soon as they hear the sound of a shotgun racking, which is why I have one underneath our bed. Yeah, I've had to pull a gun on... Because I grew up in a in a city not my whole life but some of it and i had to pull a gun once i don't know i didn't feel anything any any way about it if i if i blew the guy's head off i wouldn't would have missed a wink of sleep i've never i've never pulled a gun on somebody my dad (laughs) we were um i was in like middle school and this is when we lived in uh the dc area that'll do it and so we had like the upstairs kind of living room and then like the downstairs like family room My, my dad was like down in the downstairs area and i was up like on the same level as my sister and my sister she just goes hey dad there's a man looking in our windows right now and i've never seen my dad move that fast he just like because where the staircase was he just goes upstairs comes back downstairs throws open the screen door and it's just like he racks the shotgun he's like come here motherfucker i dare you to come to my house and he's just like standing in the backyard like screaming there's like a bike trail behind our house too. It's just like screaming, and I'm just like to get the turn. That that's why we keep guns in the house. <laughs> yep, where you and I were first stationed, it was Halloween night, and it was it was late. Trick or treaters were gone, and every actually no, sorry, it was Thanksgiving. It was like the day before Thanksgiving, so most of the service members are on leave. Uh, my lights were off, and I don't sleep well at all as it is, and like. Me being fucking weird, like I noticed a car circling the block with the lights off. I'm like, oh, that's strange. It's it's two in the morning. Your lights are off driving. It's like three times. I call the cops because I know, I know how it goes. I call the cops. I'm like, hey, this is going on. He does do what does one more circle on the block. Stops in front of my house. It's a black two door Toyota, like two two door Toyota, blacked out. I'm like, okay. And I already have my gun on my in my hand both doors open two kids get out wearing all black black hoodies i'm like okay (laughs) here we go and they start walking on my front yard i'm literally like (laughs) i'm like okay here we go this is fucking happening this is crazy i was gonna let it develop i guess but and at that time i think i called the cops probably 12 12 minutes before then and like they're on my front step and they're kind of like looking through my windows and stuff and i'm in the window tactfully like you know observing and as they're doing that the cop like three cop cars pull up and the kid they start running eventually the cops are questioning them and it's not like a sexy ending of the story the cops question them like oh we're here for a a tinder date yeah this is the address she gave us and i'm in the driveway just like so two of you showed up in yeah, all black two of you okay i mean i'm not kink shaming here but two of you it's not, at least keep your lights on. <laughs> fuck. Like let, let her know that you're there. You know, like you should hide your fla- yeah, like your flashers on, on. You shouldn't. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's 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 one of the things I, I worry about. That's why I have the security system. Like me and my boyfriend, we have we literally got a security system. Yeah, like for that. and like ring and it's all too easy. It, it, oh, I just can't. So we're back. We're back. Um thought was just telling me about a certain friend's girlfriend who is into the uh the arts of the witchcraft and has been helping his fantasy football team (laughs) 
sports betting. It's different. Get a rock. Get a crystal. <laughs> okay. Moving on okay. up. Moving on. All right. I went out for low-key drinks with some girl, work girlfriends. We ended up at a strip club. A few bottles later, we were getting kicked out because I was making out with one of the girls in a booth. I went to the store to get snacks, and we left to have a three-way with a guy from work. My senses kicked in when we got to her house. I stayed in the back of the Uber and went home to eat my snacks in my bed alone. Hell yeah. Snacks. Snacks. Snacks over threesomes. I've got proposition for a threesome. Like sub. Like I was like, I I knew I knew what was up after I like I I figured out like what this what they were hinting at. And I'm like, oh oh no no I don't do that. But two guys or a guy and a girl. Guy and a girl. It was like him and his wife. That's better at least. Yeah, and like she's pretty. They were they were a very attractive couple. But I'm just you know that's where I was in that in that point in my life. I'm just like that's just not me. That's still not me. I just no thanks. Nope. I don't kink shame to each their own, but it was it was a very flattering but jarring experience. <laughs> I haven't been asked. <laughs> Sorry, Ragnar is like meowing at the door. <laughs> He's a cutie. He's shaking the doorknob. Oh my god. He's a tall boy. <laughs> He's a thick boy. Fuck it. I'll I'll bring him in for a little bit. He'll he might just lay on my lap. Alright, buddy. You're an asshole. You have to leave. Anyway, next thought, thought. Next thought, thought. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, to each the round. We don't yuck at anyone else's yum. Unless you're a furry or you like kids, then then we will yuck your yum. An unliked corporal passed out drunk in the office after a dining and night. Three of us boys took turns pissing on him and played it off that he pissed himself when he passed out. No. That's fucking up. No. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's pretty no. good, though. That's funny. Oh, mate, you fucking pissed yourself. Was that a solid accent? Oh, is that from Australia? Well, they said dining in. After a dining in night, three of us boys. I mean, that kind of. I don't know. Oh, hey, Raggy. <laughs> Are you done? Okay. Look at me, I'm mom. Like a baby. All right, I'll burn through these. Okay. The lieutenant turned 20. New lieutenant turned 20, five days before marching into the unit, was an absolute flog and treated the ORs, who were all older than him, like shit. He left his helmet on the desk before kicking off an X with the next day, so I went in and put a finger as far up my ass as I could and wiped it off on his helmet <laughs> and slouch hat chin straps. <laughs> yeah. It's always the ass with the guys. It's always poop related. You better not, buddy. No. I'm going to hear him purring. Here up. Here's some kitty ASMR. Apparently, they're wiffle ball bat related. Guy shit. I just, I can't keep up. I can't. <sighs> Men. Guy shit. You guys, we love you. We just don't understand you. <laughs> you don't understand us either, so it's okay. No. It's impossible. It's like a Rubik's Cube. I suck at Rubik's Cubes. Uh, an Afghan cop threw rocks at our pitbull pup, so I had him transferred to a remote checkpoint, and he got killed in an attack. I feel happy about it. Let's fucking go! Finally some good news! I I like that story. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I like it. You didn't like it? I like it. You don't yeah. fuck with animals. Are you chewing on my... Are you serious right now? That guy's not going to the banana coconut heaven that nope. he thought he was going to. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. He's he's going to the other place, the bad place. Okay, one second. I really have to put Ragnar outside. He is being a menace. Boo. Sorry, buddy. Say bye to thought. Say bye-bye. Bye, Raggy. Bye. <laughs> okay, continue. Memorial Day 2016, never forget. <laughs> okay, next. <sighs> it's like, no, no more. <laughs> Um, when I was 12, I used to beat my dick into the corner of my room. (laughs) (laughs) These aren't mine. Just these. Remember, these aren't mine, but same at 30. (laughs) Next. (laughs) We're not yucking the yum. Ooh, baby, your right angles are doing something to me. (laughs) Kid gets a heart on it, like trigonometry. Are these walls 90 degrees exactly? Find the right angle. Oh, yeah, I will. <laughs> he walks into a house. Are these are these walls 90 degrees? That's 90. This corner will do just right. Just perfect for me. We'll, do, we'll take her. Just give me 11 minutes. Okay. Mom, you need to knock. <laughs> You've been in there for 12 hours. It's like he doesn't even have a bed. It's just four corners. That's all I need, Mom. He is the corner bed boy. <laughs> Is that Alexa? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to avoid uh, pretend like I didn't hear that. She's listening. She's listening to us. They're like, God damn it. They were talking about the mice. <laughs> Motherfucker. She tunes in. We're talking about beating off in corners. Kind of weird. And she's in a corner right now. <laughs> she's in a corner under an Australian flag. It's, all, it's like a full circle. I'm Alexa, bitch. <laughs> Next one. Oh, my God. If anyone's still listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I doubt they are. They've been gone hours ago. Is anyone there? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. For my cat people out there, Amanda, tune in. <clears throat> I've been casually stealing things like cat litter and diapers from Walmart via self-checkout and forgetting about the items at, in the bottom of the cart for like 10 years now. Since I got out of the military, I got to thank Walmart for still being the unofficial sponsor of my cats. FYI, Walmart will not prosecute if you get caught stealing less than $40 worth of goods. Now, I don't know if that's if that's true or not, but hey. Uh, again, you, ha- you have to consider, just, just so people know, you have to consider UCMJ if you are active duty. That's all I, that is my only, my only input on this. But for you, like, good job. If it comes to it where you need to steal cat litter and diapers message me and i will pay for your fucking diapers and cat litter is that fair uh if you anybody else out there needs help financially with things like diapers for their children or cat litter for their cat children let me know i've spent money on them yeah, if you need, th- ha- if you help in the in the sand in the sand potty department just let us know like we'll, we'll help you we'll, we'll spot you a memo just don't don't get caught don't don't do something stupid but anywho um oh this... hey by the way you still have one more of these to read yep it's under your thoughts thought <laughs> drink fuck is this the korea one yes oh my god i found it yes you did good job i'm so proud of you took me a little bit all right it's a lot of words <clears throat> do the thing read the story <laughs> thoughts thoughts korean version DJ Khaled. Wait, DJ. DJ Rosa Rosa Dolce. <laughs> DJ Rojo Dolce. Rojo Dolce. Rojo Dolce. Uh, Jesus fuck. Continue. 
When I first got to Korea, I ended up meeting someone at in processing. Since we both got there at the same time and knew no one on the post, we ended up spending a lot of time together figuring out the mundane garrison nonsense and exploring Korea together. From hanging out together, we come to find out that we have a lot in common. More on that later. Uh, she was going through divorce, so I kept my distance since I didn't want to get tied up in any of that mess. She seemed to be nonchalant about it. Her soon-to-be ex-husband was far away, and she had just gotten back from Syria, so she was looking for an opportunity to let off some steam. Ooh. Ooh. One night, very late, she texts me and tells me to come over quickly. I'm out at the bars, very drunk, and am not as quick as she would have liked. I arrive outside her room. She opens the door wearing a black thigh-high leather boots, a black corset, and a strap-on dildo. She says that because I didn't. Ar- <laughs> she says that because I didn't arrive on time when she wanted me to. She's going to teach me a lesson. Oh fuck! Not <laughs> naively. I walk inside and let her tie my hands. I know where her interests are and exactly where it's going. Soon, I'm undressed from the waist down and bent over her bed. She proceeds to dominate and peg me for the rest of the night. <laughs> Uh, All right, man. Try everything once, right? That's what I say. I haven't done that, but... (laughs) Uh... Whatever whatever shimmies your jimmies, I guess. (laughs) Whatever shimmies your jimmies, brother. (laughs) When you... (laughs) Tell yourself that every before you look when you look in the mirror, you tell yourself whatever shimmies my jimmies. Let that guide you in your next quest. <laughs> that's, that's your mantra when you're doing yoga. Just whenever shimmies my jimmies. <sighs> Namaste. <laughs> whatever shimmies my jimmies. Namaste, motherfucker. Well, good good on this guy. Like honestly, like this this guy sounds like he knows what he wants, and he's not ashamed of it. Honestly, it's 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 really not that bad. Um, I mean, we've seen TikTok Boots' stories. Like, do they though? Do they love it, or is it just a trend? I I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. I am <laughs> the least judgmental person you will probably ever meet. Um, again, unless like you're just being a outright asshole just to be an outright asshole then i'm just like you can piss off but like it, when it comes to like people and like what they do in their spare time who they do it with i'm like i could give a shit less i really could again unless it's involving animals or kids then you know completely go fuck yourself um and not the nice way but yeah anything else i'm just like dude whatever makes you happy i really don't give a shit yeah i don't i i don't i don't judge <laughs> I hope uh, hope it was worth it. Okay, I'm back. Don't judge me. This is my last Monday in the army and my last night drinking out for the week. That's a lie. Well, if you if you're done the army Friday, you're not going to celebrate. Uh, I am going to get my ears pierced on Friday, actually. And um, yeah, I think we might do like margaritas and tacos. I think that's the plan, but nothing crazy. Will Tree Man be home for it? Uh, hopefully he will be. Um, they're talking about coming back on Friday, but as of right now, the plan is Saturday. And then Saturday night, we have Evo night. And I'm fucking excited. 
The first time I went to emo night, like I was in millennial fucking heaven. It was all our favorite songs. And it just, I mean, I didn't participate in like the mosh pit or anything like that, but like, oh, it was so fun. We have emo night here like every month. You need too. to go. I it's, haven't been there yet. It is. I don't know why. It, it just warms your hardened soul because of all the shit that millennials have had to deal with. Yeah. And I say all the shit. I'm kind of like nervous, like feeling I will like say, happy. I, I will say it's fun, but people smell bad. Well, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like for what? I don't know like what the what the deal is, but I'm like, why? You are like almost 30. Why are you not wearing deodorant? This is disgusting. Well, back in the early 90s, we didn't have deodorant. <laughs> no, we did. It's just like they were figuring out what deodorant was because they were fucking preteen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you have emo night in your area, definitely go. It's it's a good, good load of nostalgic fun. All right. Thought. Do you have any other thoughts, thoughts? My own, but you don't want to hear that. Aww. Uh. Anyway, um, on a different note, I have... So I posted on my Instagram story. We're, we're moving along from thoughts, thoughts. I, if you, unless you have anything else, thought. No, uh, just live your life safely. Yeah. But but violently. Live your life. Tell us about your life, and we're not going to judge. We're just going to either wildly speculate on it, <laughs> or we just love reading it. It's a... if you're thinking you think you're talking to me and I'm squared away, I'm going to judge you. You're fucking wrong. You don't know who the fuck I am. I'm crazy. Um, moving. No, no, no. We use lighters. Or we use lighters now. We use lighters to make crack. God, crack sounds good right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, this podcast would be a lot more popular if you and I were just on crack. <laughs> just saying. I can't handle with the withdrawals. You're almost on the army, so I, I mean, what do you? Have, what, what do I have to lose? Oh, my sanity. That's what I have to lose. Today's special crack crack episode. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Absolutely not. Um, and, tragic. I, we sh- shut up. Okay. <laughs> any anyway, um, the last segment we're getting into. This is going to be our chaser. This is our segment. Whether it be dead hamster stories, um, just other other funny things that you guys write in. But there was one particular segment that I wanted to cover, and that is baby names. And you guys, you guys fucking delivered. That's all I have to say. Like, I shit you not, like, these names, I'm like, are they naming a child or are they entering to the Kentucky Derby? That's all. <laughs> like they're so bad they're so bad and i'm not talking about like the the names that end in like aiden brayden which again those are fucking annoying and that's like a millennial trend that i hope to god fucking dies i mean thought what okay so before we start like thought what are your thoughts on baby on baby names thoughts thoughts um I don't know. If you look throughout history, they're all pretty silly. Like, what what is in a name, right? I have a name that isn't conventionally a man name. Is it anybody's? If it, is it that person's fault for being named that? His real name is His real name is Thodimus Prime. <laughs> <sighs> we have to delete that. Oh, do you hear that? Shia LaBeouf's gonna come after me now. 
No. My, my neighbors are shooting off fireworks right now. And I like every time I hear like a loud bang, I'm like, it's not a gunshot. Nope, that's fireworks. It has been gunshots before. The fuck is what is today? It's it's October seventeenth. I don't know what this is. It's a Jewish holiday. I, is it? Are they Jewish? I, is it a Jewish holiday? I have a I have a soldier who's Jewish and he his religious exemptions today. I don't know if I have Jewish neighbors. Whomst ever. Um, I don't know. I think within reason, like, the parents shouldn't be selfish and just be like, oh, I love the name Futon, uh, so fuck it. Your name's me Futon. No, because fucking Futon's going to grow up, <laughs> and and she's going to be made fun of by someone named Ryan forever. There's going to be so many pull-out jokes, it's not even funny. Oh, shit. See, you have to be mindful. That's the thing I want to tell people is like you have to be mindful, which again, if you want to go with like an individual, as I, I do air quotes, individual name, whatever, just like, just think of the, think of your kids. And I say this as somebody who does not have actual children and I have named and only one of my pets my futon, own. Fut- <laughs> futon says my parents pull out. I don't. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think our our next sub segment should be uh, cat names because cat names are fucking fantastic. That was something something stupid. Animals like, with human names are the best. Yeah, yeah. I feel like dogs get human names. Yeah, this is my hamster. His name is Brian. <laughs> this is my hamster. Sick. His name is Detcord. <laughs> yeah, seriously. My anyway. hamster. This is my hamster C four. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, I'm about to shame, absolutely shame these baby names because they are so bad. If you did this to your kid, shame on you. Like, I, I, I hope I, I hope that they actually, I don't know if I hope they put you in a home. I just I, I just hope that they, they, they find their retribution in one way or another because of what you did to them. Anyway, <clears throat> So to start to start it off, we got baby name number one, Onyx Joe. At first, I thought that was Auntie Joe, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like they they're naming their their kid after like an aunt. No, it's Onyx. It's like on A U O N Y. No, this is A U N Y X Joe. Onyx Joe. Like that is just what in the euphoria are you thinking? All right, next soldier I had. First name was Kansas City. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> City, the last name or middle name? What's your name? Kansas City. I didn't ask where you're from. No, that's my name. <laughs> can you fucking understand words? Stupid. Very, you conceived. <laughs> I took someone's name Mercedes. I didn't get any, I, I didn't get I any Mercedes. You... I did not. I, I knew I knew a Mercedes when I was in high school, and she was something else. Um, Someone who was conceived in a Mercedes. <laughs> Jokes on you! It's probably an Acura. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It's... <laughs> my king. It's my like hyphen, not hyphen. Sorry, not hyphen. Uh, what's what's well, not a quotation mark? But what's a single one? You, you know, it's like. If you're Wait, spelling, what? when you're spelling like there or your with like the not not like a apostrophe. Po- oh my god, I'm a fucking idiot. What about you and your degree earlier? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Go Boilermakers. <laughs> Go Boilermakers. Sports. 
I studied <laughs> I studied human bodies. I didn't study like literature. Okay, get off my yeah. get off my dick. Okay. <laughs> I you're talking to someone who's on the spectrum. Limited synapses firing at the same time. Look at. I keep. I keep. No. No. I don't want to see your foot. I want to talk about what my targeted ads have been as of lately, and it has been. It has been. Hey, has your mother taken Tylenol when she was pregnant? If so, you might be autistic. I'm like, mom. <laughs> it's all coming together, full circle. Okay. Yeah, all honey, right. we all were. My apostrophe king. Like, my king. You were conceived in a Tylenol factory. <laughs> my Tylenol. Now, right, this, this, na- this name is my king, like my apostrophe king, my p- queen, and my prince. We've also got... What? Yeah. We've got ABCDE, like literally ABCDE, that is their name. <laughs> Yo, this this name. Kaysen, like the protein. All right. All right. Taisley. I love these ones. Acker are some, which I'm like, okay, you're you're original. Everlay. <laughs> Aquafina. Oh, she's allergic to water though. Okay, this one's good. Placenta. I wish I was kidding. Shut up. God damn. <laughs> Placenta bring in the fucking garbage. <laughs> that poor girl's high school <laughs> high school graduation. What are you, like Placenta Stevens? Everyone's like, oh my god, this fucking bitch. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They're not going to... Okay, so, like, elementary school kids, they're not really going to know. Like, kindergarten through, like, third grade. They're not going to know what the fuck a placenta is. Unless their mom's, like, a fucking OBGYN or something. But I'm talking, like, when you go, like, fourth grade through, like, sixth grade, when they're starting to get, like, the... Separate the boys and girls for fucking uh, sex ed. Like, and they're in their textbook, and they're looking down, and it's like, placenta. Placenta! She's 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 in my homeroom. <laughs> oh yeah, placenta. I know her. She sucks at dodgeball. <laughs> Heads up, placenta. <laughs> <laughs> placenta catch. Think fast, placenta. I hate you guys. Placenta got a bloody nose. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right, we got tequila, which I'm like. It's like a it's like a ten things I hate about you movie with a weird name. Tequila, like what? What's that artist named? Te- Tia Tequila. I I think that this 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 couple was like. Is that the? Is that? I don't th- know. Their name is Tequila. Okay, so we got brother and sister named Eric and Erica. Mm. I guess that's norm. None. Eh. The norm. It's it'd be it'd be normal if they were like cousins, but like brother and sister. Like I'm like mm, could have done better. Eric was born first. And I was like, all right, what else? Oh shit! There, there's a second one. Fuck. Uh, it's like Eric. Uh, Erica. Erica. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty. When I think it's they're uh, watch, they're in the hospital watching um interdimensional cable, and it's like Michael and Pikeel. If you remember that, Michael's like a news anchor, and Pikeel does like a cooking show, and they're and they're conjoined twins. Oh, and they name Michael first, and like, oh, there's another one connected. Fuck it, might as well just name him Michael. Oh god! All right, delete All that right. part. So we got we have stain. <laughs> Who stain? Stain. All right. I I don't have words. Silver. Last name was Ford. For her senior year, her parents bought her a silver Ford. Original. We have Elise Chardonnay, which kind of to me kind of sounds like Charlize Theron. That's, that's wow. That one's really not that bad. 
Elise Chardonnay, like, okay, cool. Your name, Elise, I don't know what that is. Chardonnay, you're named after a butter wine, like. It could be Rojo Dolce. <laughs> Rojo Dolce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> Rojo Dolce. <laughs> you will get no credit if you name your child Rojo Dolce. Actually, if any listeners do name their kid Rojo Dolce, free merch for you. <laughs> you can listen to a podcast for free. This I like this one. Mary Wanda for, you guessed it, marijuana. <laughs> Jesus <Mary> Christ. <laughs> I knew a kid named Bur, or sorry, Burn, Mel- Burn Elmo, combined from Bernie and Elmo. That's awful. I feel like they don't think about the, like, the longevity of the name. Like, you're not going to be a child. No, they don't. No. This is, this is, this is giving, this is giving very, like, East Coast to me. Hey, whoa, hey now. <laughs> I'm talking like New York, okay? Next next one, and I actually saw the kids, like, kindergarten graduation, like, little sign. And this is Genesis Snow White. They blocked the kid's name off, but this kid is holding up a sign that says Genesis Snow White. What, really? <laughs> this, Poor buddy. This guy, this guy says, I was almost named Buxley Jeep. His parents almost named him Buxley G. That's uh, it's kind of goofy. It's kind of a cool name though. It's like a baseball name. And up next, got Buxley Jeep. Buxley Jeep. Jeep. <laughs> All right, we got twins Dolce and Gabbana. Those are like fucking dog names. Oh my god. <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this is this is bad. This is this one's bad. Chris and Pete Moss for Chris Moss and Pete Moss. He's <laughs> just looking away like. <laughs> All right. Okay. I guess, I guess. <laughs> Cougar and Eagle. What the fuck? Oh, I love this one. This one's so fucking funny. I had a friend with the last name Sheets. Named her baby Polly. Middle name Esther. Full name Polly Esther Sheets. Polly Esther Sheets. <laughs> These kids, their parents fucking hate them. They really do. It's like, it's like they think about the Facebook post of having a child more than like the child itself. Well, here she is, oh, Polly Esther God. Sheets. 11 ounces. Polyester sheets. Four feet wide. <laughs> Those dimensions might not be accurate. <laughs> Polyester sheets. Oh she was god. born the size of a queen bed. Oh my god. Six These by four. So All right. I, I, have, I have like three more. I have three more that I'll read from that are actually decent. Okay. We got peaches. <laughs> just peaches? Just, just peaches. All right. Twins in my high school named Sir... And lady. Sir and lady? Yeah. All right. And the last one. The last. Actually, no. I'm going to read two more. My seven-month-old son has a Brinsley. Brin. B-R-Y-N-N-L-E-I-G-H. Brinsley. In his daycare. Brinsley! That's a good like, yelling name, though. I could be too mad at that. Yeah, your son's going to be an asshole. 
What's with X's like, and names? What's that about? I I there's a lot. There's a lot of like X's and lays in names. And I Especially in the fall. When it when the fall happens, women, your your child is ending with an L E I G H. It's a fact. Pump Pumpkin Lee. Starbucks Lee. <laughs> Buxley. Leaf Leafly Buxley. Leafly, get the fuck in here. Leafly is actually kind of a badass name, honestly. Leafly. Leafly. L E A F L E I G H. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> I'm not. Never mind. I'm not. Thoughts <laughs> like I like mind. that name, Leafly. In my notes. No more. All right. No more, please. All right. So those are the there's no those in between are the atrocious baby names that I received. To anyone who responded, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Well, it's like old people being named Gertrude. Like, oh my god. Remember, it's like how you can look at a fucking baby, like this, <laughs> this adorable little ball of flesh, Gertrude. That's your name. Come here, little girl. No, because at the time, it's, it was the same as like looking at a child, and be like, oh, this is Ryan. No, you know, but now it's it's fucking Brexelana, whatever the fuck else we talked about. Hey, Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh yes, thermal is your name, Rubik's, and then the second one, cube. <laughs> Rubik's and cube spelled C U U B. Coob. It's Coob. I I have this rule that to myself. What if if I were to ever have a kid, their name has to be found on a pencil pouch, on a pencil, on some some personalized like they they have to find it on a keychain in a gas station. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm not I'm not paying for some customized shit to have it say Rubik's Cube. On their pencil pouch. <laughs> That's just me. I'm lazy. I'm, I'm lazy and I fully acknowledge that. And I'm not creative when it comes to names. Because I'm just like this 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 human being is stuck with this. Whatever I decide to name it. You know. You're making There are some names that are badass. That are not found on. on I was going to say. That are not found on Rubik's Cubes. But are not found on pencil pouches. And I fully acknowledge that there are, full, there are some great names and i it's you know it's it's your average names and there's a couple random ones yeah um but if you're making up the spelling if you're making up the spelling for the name rethink yeah let's rethink some things yeah like what do you really what are you really changing so that is all that i have um i will probably dump the rest of this out of out in the drain and was that the third one eat some pizza tonight yeah, so this completely derailed from Guam Ghosts, but About, I'm yeah, a few minutes ago I was like, this was just like <laughs> to, I'm actually, I'm... the Guam the Guam coverage was good, but then it was like, okay, <laughs> what else is everything else? Okay, let's just. <laughs> I had fun though. We that was fun. Yeah, I fucking love this podcast. I love this project. I love the fact that we literally talked about this probably about this time last year, what we wanted to do. And making this podcast, and I, I'm so happy that it it finally came to fruition, and we could do this. So, I'm also really excited that I'm going to be out of the army, and I can actually focus my attention on school and then my my outside projects outside of work. So, 
I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm, and I'm happy for you. Uh, jealous and happy for you. And uh, thank you. <laughs> again, I thank you for the podcast. Is is it's all you, and you do everything, and you know that. So, if you're listening, stop thanking me and saying you like the podcast, and I appreciate it. Sh- throw salty kilo some. You can still tell him that you like the podcast. You can still like. I don't do shit. I show up here, I drink, and I, and I make Amanda laugh. That's about it. So, uh, <laughs> message Salty Kilo. Um, what you, what you can do? <laughs> what you said? <laughs> I, I was gonna say what what you what you can do to really help this podcast out is please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, if you want to donate, you absolutely can. You can donate for one month, a dollar. Even a dollar fucking helps. Um, and then, yeah, if you want to hear your stories read on our podcast, which we absolutely enjoy, please email us at departmentofthedead2022 at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Department of the Dead, department underscore of underscore the underscore dead. You'll, you'll find us. Um, but that's, yeah, that that's all like my, my little plugs that I have. So please, please rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Amanda. Obviously, we love you. Um, and I, I don't I, like. And I know if you start these things, you should probably care. I don't care who listens or how many people listen. I legitimately like just love talking and like and doing this stuff. And I think Amanda and I both enjoy this and the yeah. the company that you guys like the audience we have. Um, legitimately, like we love you, and it is like a lot of fun, and we we cherish it. So. Um, just help us out by, by doing what she said. Yeah. But again, like he said, we, we love hearing back from you guys. I, it, it, it makes me feel very, very good when, you know, people, people write us nice messages and they're like, we, we like this. We, we like the fact that like we get a little bit of the paranormal and then we get a little bit of the shit talking about the military. And we, you know, we get some useful insight on things. And so what, I hope for the podcast to continue. Yep. So, again, we love you guys. Thank you so and much. If for you ever have anything else, you can always like tune in and let us know. Yeah. Eventually, I will figure out how to do the video. I'll figure it out. I have time now. Now that this is my last week in the army, video editing. Woohoo! <laughs> um, okay. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find me on Salt Tequilo. If you want to see all things cats, thought, where can they find you? Not. Period A, period J, T, A, C. Bonk. That's it. And that's... Alright, I, I had to hit skinny again because he wasn't working. But thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Stay spooky. Save yourself. <laughs>